don't put a question mark where God put a period. Or where God put <laughs> Ken Holland. <laughs> <laughs>
good signing for them. I really want Patrick Marlowe to win a cup. I really want that for him. That would be nice for him. I don't know if the Sharks this year. Oh, yeah, help. no. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how I feel about Patrick Marlowe. He's sweet. <laughs> he, has a, he has a creepy smile. And I don't like... <laughs> It's something that like really bothers me is when he goes on his wife's Twitter and he's just like Patrick here and it's just like, just make your own Twitter. <laughs> like Sid does that. No, he's done it once. He does it like, it's like a couple Marlo times. Like every week. He's oh, okay. Patrick Marlowe's just like, Hey, it's Patrick here and he's just like, Alright. <laughs> like you can make your own Twitter. Um Yeah. So the Capitals, they got a puppy. And they named him Captain. That's so cute. That's very cute. And like his little like the pictures that they tweet out about uh tweet out of him are just adorable. Oh, there was this one. I think it was when they were playing the Avalanche. Um, they like had Captain in front of the goal, and Av's Twitter is just very very good. And they replied, "We're like unfair advantage. Like <laughs> can't <laughs> score on Captain." He's so cute. Oh, it's too much. Like it's t- it's too much because the caps have Haglin and now they have a dog. And what do I have? A broken heart? Like it's he just a Brandon Tanner. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Kelsey's well, like, I'm leaving. Like, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> like Kelsey, oh my god, please. Next, so David Postenock with his as Joe Thorin would say his cock trick against Dallas, I think it was. <laughs> I think it might have been against Dallas. <laughs> oh, Dallas. Oh, Dallas. But, yeah, he's good. Yeah, but he was a coward and didn't um, do what <clears throat> Joe Thorne said. Yeah, he didn't. Um, so just yeah. aren't brave like that. No, they're not. <clears throat> yeah. And can you imagine if... if pasta did that versus like if joe thornton did that like there'll be an uproar but like it would be 10 times worse because pasta is like european European. yeah i if anyone was gonna do it i thought it would have been like james neal just because he's like gross Ew. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> this is a family like <laughs> family <laughs> programming sir <laughs> Ugh. Ew. like let's not even talk about james he's Neal awful how he's doing we won't. Yeah. Um, so moving on from Pasenak, <laughs> like, good luck. Next time, maybe do what Joe Thornton had proclaimed one should do when they get four goals. There we go. Honestly, uh, it's just disrespectful that the players aren't doing what Joe Thornton laid out for the role. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so moving on. So the St. Louis Blues... They recently played a game in D.C., which means that they had to go to the White House. Um, And I think all of their players went. I didn't really pay attention to this because why would I? But people had thoughts. Well, honestly, like with the Blues, like I didn't hear anybody complain about the Blues. Like I legit didn't realize they were going to the White House um, until like. I saw, I think Manny retweeted it, but I didn't see any hate. I didn't see any, like, uproar. I hate to bring this up again, but, like, do you remember when the Penguins went to the White House? Like, it was a bloodbath. Like, you could not go on Twitter without getting attacked. 
without them saying that Sid and the Peds are white supremacists, where Gino's like a Russian spy, um, like all that stuff. And then they're like how they disgusted they are the Penguins, how like these players should be ashamed of themselves. They're mm-hmm. they're like liter- they're racist, like all of these things. And then when the Capitals went, everyone was like, well. You know what? Ovi deserves this. They're just celebrating. You know, it's kind of bad, but like at the same time, like we kind of been through this. And then with the Blues, no one said anything. And I'm not like, I'm not w- wanting there to be backlash. I mean, I don't like the Blues, so I wouldn't mind it. But it's like, the, it just showed like at that time, like it wasn't about the Penguins. I mean, it wasn't the fact that a team was going. It was the fact that the Penguins won and they were going. And the Penguins were so bland and dry. There were no, like, ha-ha joke jokes. Like, I remember Trump called Sid down and he said no. And, like, (laughs) but this, but, like, Jordan Bennington is, like, going up there and having jokes with Trump. And I'm just, like, just keep that same energy. But they never will because the energy wasn't about them going going to see Trump. It was just because it was the Penguins. Yeah. I, like, I, I kind of, like, I didn't really see people post anything besides like the normal people that are always angry but I kind of felt like reporters and stuff that did go they kind of posted like Greg Wyshynski kind of posted videos to kind of like stir up controversy because of the fact that no one was saying anything and I also think like I don't think the blues have as big of a fan base as like that's it the penguins do or have like as big of like people that don't like them as like the penguins and people love Ovi like he can do no wrong in so many people's eyes so I I think that it's just never it's never no one's ever gonna get as big of a backlash as the penguins did because they were the first to do it and now it's kind of like normalized like we just go to the white house and like i commend the few caps players that didn't go last year yeah but i i don't think that's gonna be a trend like moving forward because it's i feel like america is in a state of like it is what it is at this point and i think that's kind of trickled down to sports kind of and i think something that I just remember really, really strongly was like how many Penguins fans were like furious yeah. and were like messaging the, the their account and like yeah. sharing all these tweets. And like, I didn't even see that from Capitals fans. I didn't. Well, oh, of course. Not. I didn't even know that the blues went. Yeah. I missed that, yeah. but <laughs> well, good for you. Kelsey. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's I mean... self care. Like, <laughs> I but, really didn't see it except for like the couple of Wyshynski videos. It's just like, oh, here's so and so player. They look yeah. like Trump and smile. They must be a fan <laughs> of him. And I'm just like, okay, like you're dragging it a little bit. Yeah, you're trying. I mean, well, that's what he does nowadays. Like he's just he likes the controversy. Yeah, yeah, he he admits that. Well, switching gears a little bit. So, Valentin Zykoff of the Vegas Golden Knights has been suspended for 20 games for taking um, a performing performance-enhancing drug that he... They, I think I read that like, he knew that it was banned and, like, he still took it anyway. 
Um, so they're suspending him. Personally, I did not know this player was in the league, but <laughs> now he's suspended for 20 games. <laughs> the fact that it's in Vegas again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like yeah. it's a Vegas player again. It's just like, okay. <laughs> Is it like... Is it like, do they um, get rid of the strictness of their test and then, like, all of a sudden they, like, like search for more stuff and that's why they're doing <laughs> no their Like, what's going on? I have no idea, but it just, I don't know. I think the funny part to me is that, like, George McPhee was like, well, the player, um, Valentine was like, oh, yeah, I didn't know about it. And then George McPhee was like, no, he, in an interview, like, a one-on-one interview with us, he said he knew about it, so... I'm like oh, your own GM, like exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even trust your own GM. Like, like it yeah, be your no, own you GM. Can't. Like you cannot. Don't trust them. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't trust them. Um, okay. Do flurry next. I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Closing up around the league since the last time we recorded. Um, so now hockey has started. Yeah. People are playing games. They mean some things. And we have a couple of surprises. So first up, San Jose, three and four. Not quite the bounce back season that we thought they were going to have right out of the gate. Um, but that's okay. It, they can turn it around still. Yeah. Buffalo is 5-1-1, one, and one, which is, they have, so they have 11 points. The Oilers, 6-1, and one, which is not great for us here. Yeah, it's gross. Possible. Like, what just, the F? I just want to know, what is the point? Because this isn't going to be sustainable. So, like, why? Why should Connor McDavid kill himself every single night? If it's not going to matter. Because he's he's a selfish player. He wants just points. He bullied a child. He bullied oh, an angel. Perfect. I was like, who's a child? On the side? Half, half the team is our children. Well, like, yeah, legally. Well, wait a minute. Hey, easy, easy. We're talking about Edmonton here. <laughs> Redirect that hate, please. <laughs> like... Like, but it's like it's so crazy because the Flyers like they lost, but they outshot them fifty-two to twenty-two. Oh my the, god! The Flyers? Yes, fifty-two to twenty-two. Wow! Oh wow! That's what happens like, when you don't have a defense and Connor McDavid can shoot. No, it was just like they just capitalized on every every shot, and I'll be the first Aww. one. Carter didn't have a great night last night. And, like, wasn't his whole family there? Yes! Uh, like, Connor is a bully. Like, he's not a bully. He's an assassin. I mean, <laughs> I kind of understand it. Like, if you know you're never going to win the cup with your current team, like, you oh. have to go for the individual scoring titles and stuff. But at what cost? I hope he remember these days in <laughs> April. <laughs> playoffs. Um, so, and a couple more surprising teams. So, the Devils. Um, Tampa. The most surprise. <laughs> the most surprising was the, how they gave Ottawa their first win of the season. Like that was 
trash, but okay. Um, like Brady mo- swiftly, swiftly moving on. Swiftly wait, wait, wait! On. I want to say my point. So I just with Tampa, I just think what the by the time I like really checked into Tampa, they were two, two and one, but now they're three, two and one. But I just think they're a little bit. I'm just surprised that they're inconsistent uh, because they lost, like Chrissy said, four to two to Ottawa, but then won seven to three to Toronto. So I'm wondering if they're doing that Pens- Penguins thing where like they play up to their competition but also play down to their competition so that would just that just surprises me with tampa that's all i'm saying see look captic cordial casual (laughs) okay so moving on dallas also i don't know if this is a surprise because last year they had a good season so they are one six and one oh come on don't do that it's true but don't say it it's not great but dallas is so sweet i've been very impressed yeah. By um, is his name? Ru- I've never heard it said. Ru- Rupe. Is it Rupe? Yeah. Rupe? Yes. Yes. Rupee. <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> Rupee, like you can. He is six three two twenty. Well, that's what he's listed as. I think that's that like, is insane. You know how stat. the NBA, the NBA, they started having like players look list their actual heights because a lot of players don't. Like, they, like, have lifts in their shoes or whatever. <laughs> I, think the NH- yeah. I think the NHL should do the same thing. Because some of these players are straight lying, Sidney yeah. Crosby. <laughs> I, like, real quick, like, who are the three players you want to know their true height? Like, I think for all of us it's Sid, but I don't want to speak for everyone. Sid is a big one. Malkin's another one. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Because um, you think he's shorter or you think he's taller? I think he's taller. I think he's taller. Yeah, yeah. He's like at least 6'5". Maybe not height, but more weight. Because I'm just like, you can't be 230. I don't care how tall you are. Jamie Benn. I'm just like, you, well, actually, you could be that. But how did he look? He could be 230. What about you, Kelsey? I agree with Sid and Malkin. I don't know. That's tricky. Maybe Jamie Alexiak? Like, just to okay. reaffirm how big he is i I would do sid and gino as one because (laughs) i said it like that then i would do uh jake vertanen because to this day i'm shook by his stats and then i would do tyler myers because like he like i don't know like he looks taller than he's listed and he just looks scary yeah he looks taller like it's his like limbs are so long they look scary so i want to just double check (laughs) Okay. I also think I want to do um, Connor Sherry because I think he's like five four. I don't think he's yeah. <laughs> like, that yeah, would that that's a, I could I could believe that. <laughs> he's so little, very small. Um. Okay. So <laughs> switching gears, kind of to unsurprising this week. So Colorado, up until recently, was undefeated, but right now they are. Five zero oh, and one. That's they still so haven't lost in regulation, but a loss yeah. is a loss. Um, exactly. Carolina is six and two, and then yeah. But they've they've won some of their wins come in OT, which a win is a win. But I think sometimes when a, a, a lot of your wins are in OT, I mean, it could kind of see like it's anybody's game. But yeah, yeah. And Carolina's had to come back from behind a lot. Yeah. Colorado is just stop. Like who have they played? So they did Calgary, Minnesota, 
Minnesota, easy win. Uh, no offense to Minnesota. You got They got to play the games. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they played Boston and Arizona, Washington, Pittsburgh. That's not like easy yeah. It's not schedule. like yeah. I mean, there's some hard teams like Boston's pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Like Washington's Pat- hard. Would be good. So, <laughs> <laughs> so now moving on to the Penguins. Unless, do we have anything else to say about like? things that have been kind of surprising, unsurprising, like how do we oh, feel yeah. like the season's going? I think the season overall is just so weird. And I don't know if it's because like teams that I thought were gonna do really well aren't doing that well and teams that I thought that wouldn't wouldn't do well are doing well. But mm-hmm. I just feel like it's just so weird to see the the like hierarchy in the league change. Like, teams yeah. that were so bad, like, I'm just used to seeing bad are now actually good. And I'm like, what are you doing here? And it's like, oh, yeah, those three, four years of, like, being bad gave them really good prospects and they're ready. So that's why. And it's just, like, weird to see. So I don't know if it's just, like, the league in general or just my mindset changing about how I approach different teams and how I view them. Yeah, I can see that. Um yeah. What about <laughs> you, Kelsey? I think I kind of feel the same way. Like, I'm surprised how, like, there's sort of a very clear division, like, right now at least. And I'm sure that this will change as the season, like, really gets into full swing. But, um, like, the teams that are bad are very bad. And then you have, like, a few teams that are very good. And then you kind of have the middle, which is still a jumble. Yeah. But it's... I'm, I guess I'll, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I'm surprised by the amount of teams that are having very poor starts. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Especially, like, when we did our previews, we were just like, this team should be good, and this team should yeah. be good. And we are just like, <laughs> no, we're, we want to make you guys look dumb. Um, yeah. <laughs> the main attraction, the Penguins. Woo, woo. So, right now, the Penguins are 5-2. and two. Uh, 10 points, second in the Metro, only behind mm-hmm. Carolina. Carolina, yeah. Um, so, randomly, at the start of the season, the Penguins changed their goal song from Party Hard to Jump Around. People had thoughts. Um, people had a lot of feelings about this, surprisingly. What were your guys' thoughts? Honestly, I didn't even realize it. Same. I <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize until people started complaining. Yeah, I didn't realize, but um, I never liked Party Hard. And I will say, when you're actually in the arena and they start playing Jump Around, you get pretty hype. So <laughs> really, so I feel like it's an in-person thing. Like, I think know. people are mostly upset because they probably think Jump Around is kind of like a generic pop song, whereas like I've never, I don't know who sings party hard or where it came from and that's more of like this is Pittsburgh song yeah if they want Pittsburgh song they should go with like party on fifth ave yeah that's such that's a true can they do black and yellow by Wiz Khalifa oh yeah (laughs) it's a little on the nose (laughs) I mean but I think the city of Pittsburgh is very on the nose like literally (laughs) everything is black and yellow really that's very true even like the 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 bridges aren't they? They're like yellow. Yeah, they are. yeah, like um. 
So it would not be a penguin season if we did not have a plethora of injuries. Um, so Malkin's out with a lower body injury. Rust is out. He's on LTIR. So, but he's yeah, so Malkin and Rust are on LTIR, which means that I believe they're they're out for a minimum of 10 games. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that's not great. <laughs> I kind of forget what was what? wrong with Russ. Was it just a lower body? Oh, hand. He hand. broke his he broke his oh, hand like right. blocking a he shot. Right. He blocked the shot. Um, Bukestad is on IR. I don't yeah. know what's wrong with him. He like hurt him. He got yeah. He got hurt during the CBJ game, but I, everyone was so like upset. Malkin got hurt. They, I don't think they really noticed. Uh-huh. <laughs> Poor, <thing. too. laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy. No, the next person is a poor guy. Like, come yeah, on, yeah. He's so all sweet angel. Like, what happened? <laughs> so, Alex Galchenyuk, he's also on IR. He did something, but it's been his recovery has been delayed because he got bit by a spider and had an allergic reaction. So, but he should be back soon-ish. And if that's not the most penguins thing I've ever heard. What is going on? Like, why are there, like, why, where was he that there was a spider? (laughs) (laughs) Like, dude, that's problematic. (laughs) Like, that poor baby. Good luck to all these merry men. But it's really interesting how the penguins are getting things done without all these people. Yeah. So let's, like, go over the games. Yes. So... The home opener versus Buffalo, they lost three to one. Yeah, with Connor Sherry having two goals, Rasmus Dahlin having a goal, and then Malkin having his only goal of the season, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> Why is it so, so hard for you? Yeah, yeah, I was like, and the wait, just to give context, that's not how it's written. So I don't know why she would say it like that. Yeah, I don't know why. It's like, oh, what? It's like, Sherry has two, so he has to go first. <laughs> Disgusting. Anyway, and then so they went on to play the Blue Jackets and won 7-2, with Hornquist getting two goals, Patterson getting a goal, McCann getting two, Latang and Big Booty Bluger getting a goal. <laughs> <laughs> and, for the, and for the Blue Jackets, Wierenski and Nyquist scored. Yeah, um, I remember that in the CBG game, CBJ game, we had a moment where we entered an alternate dimension, and Jack Johnson scored a goal, but it was actually oh, yeah. Patrick Hornquist. Oh, yeah, and then we yeah. went and we got out of that dimension. <laughs> we did. Like, so yeah, funny. yeah, that was horrifying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then they played Winnipeg, and they lost four one, even though they. I'll play Winnipeg, supposedly. I don't know. No, they <laughs> did. They carried the play the majority of the game. It just... I don't know. They just didn't... They couldn't score. I don't remember that, but that's fine. <laughs> I mean, yes, it's... That's it's opinion, so that's fine. <laughs> um, so, Crosby scored. And for the Jets, they have Hainola, Ehlers, Tucker Pullman, and Neil Pionk scoring. So they played Anaheim and they won 2-1 with Crosby and Gensel scoring. And then Andre Kashe for the Ducks. 
having their lone goal. Versus Minnesota, the Penguins <laughs> won 7-4. The Penguins won 7-4 with Hornquist, Crosby, Andrew? Adam. Adam Johnson. <laughs> but Tang scoring two goals. Blend DC, Gensel, and Sam Lafferty scoring for the Penguins. And for Minnesota, we have Zucker, Spurgeon, Hunt, and Coonan scoring. <laughs> Jake Gensel finally got a goal against Minnesota. And those that's, oh, so that's one of the four teams he hasn't scored a goal against yet. Yeah, so now there's only three. Oh. Was it San Jose, Vegas, and Pittsburgh? Oh <laughs> no, no, I don't know, I don't know the other one, but it's not Pittsburgh, I don't think. Really? Yeah. Oh. Okay. So the Penguins played Winnipeg again, this time winning seven-two, with with Zach Aston Reese scoring two goals. What? Like that's crazy. That's in, that's that <laughs> New York born and bred. He scored that for you. <laughs> Did he? Um, well, New York. Oh. Jake Gensel scoring two goals. Sam Lafferty scoring two goals. Um, Dominic Simone. Oh, and Dominic Simone also getting a goal. And for Winnipeg, we have Matthew Perot and Mark Shifley each getting goals. And then this was Jari's first win of the season, which yes. is beautiful. Beautiful. I was very excited. Yes. Yeah, he did. He did look good. <laughs> And now, the game versus Colorado, where the Penguins won 3-2 in overtime with Brandon Tanev slash Gabriel Landeskog scoring for them, scoring an OT. <laughs> and he just looks so happy, Tanev, even though, like, like it oh actually wasn't him. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was so happy. He was the last Penguins to, uh, to touch it, so that's his goal. Like, you... You drive to the net, throw pucks on net, and you get rewarded. And honestly, after all the good chances he had, he can, like, yeah. gather them yeah. all together and take this goal. All yeah, the penalties he's drawn. I, oh. oh, my God. Going to work. Okay. I, I really like Tanev, guys. I told you. He has, I, like, a sweet face, you, too. Everyone would like him. They did it. Yes, I did. I was I like, he's that. a player that I think Pittsburgh's gonna like. But I don't know that. Really. It was just iffy about the contract, but the contract yeah. is not good. But <laughs> I think I think Sullivan's gonna really like him. Yeah. So what do we like so far about the Penguins this week and a half? I really liked their. Well, I don't know if I liked it or I'm surprised by it, but I really liked the power play. I think. Like, the fact that it's 11th in the league without Malkin, Chucky, and Phil Kessel is very encouraging. Yes. I like goaltending. We've been getting okay. it. Even though it's kind of been iffy, but we've been getting it. Um, and I like, our, I like both of our goaltenders. So just being able to root for both goaltenders is really nice. It's um, been so long. It really yeah. has. Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, I'm so happy that he's not there. Um, and I like how like we have some we have some depth. I don't know how long it's gonna last and how sustainable it is, 
But for now, we, we've got it. Like, I thought they would get off to a worse start than they have. So, oh, for sure. So, yeah. what do you think is going to happen when the other players come back from injury? Like, because how do you send, like, a Sam Lafferty down? I don't think you do. I don't think you do. Like, I don't know. Well, first, I think we should see if Lafferty continues on this scoring, like, you know, to put up points. But, yeah, I don't think you do. Like, I don't know. And I'm so nervous, like, about the power play when it comes when they come back, specifically Malkin, because it's been doing so well. And I know once he comes back and it doesn't do well, everyone's going to blame him. And so that's what I'm really nervous about. Hold on. Last, like, last game, Sam Lafferty was the freaking, oh, Sam Lafferty was a 2C because I didn't, I forgot about this, but Jared McCann didn't play. Oh, yeah. Like, he got hurt. Yes. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Jared. Hurt. Love you. <laughs> he, like, he just got hurt, though. He just got hurt, though. Yeah, yeah. but he was out against uh, the Avs game, and Sam yes. Lafferty was a 2C. And hold on, I... I meant to check his stats um, to see how he did. Sam Lafferty. I was, like, really intrigued by this. I was like, are you kidding me? Sam Lafferty, who was on the fourth line, is now... Who <laughs> <laughs> was on the fourth line two days ago? Yeah, is now going to be the second line center. Like, Whoa. you love to see it. And then you have Ricola as your winger. winger. <laughs> like, what? Like, how is that even a thing? Because when you have a lot of defensemen... And no forwards. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm not sure which was the first line, but there were a couple of lines. <laughs> like Sullivan <laughs> was definitely sh- uh, pushing them around. But anyway, um, Sam Lafferty, Patrick Hornquist, and Dominic Cahoon had seven minutes time uh, of time on ice, um, and they were they shot. Um, they only had three shots against and nine four, so they had a really good Corsi four. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Lafferty was on the ice a little bit with Patrick Hornquist and Joseph Blandizi. That wasn't good. He had three <laughs> shots against and none four, but it was only two minutes. And then he spent less than a minute with Adam Johnson and Joseph Blandizi, and they got sh- outshot by one when they were on the ice together. But that's actually really positive. I am surprised to see that. But he was actually, like, looking at the time on ice, he was actually pretty sheltered because he didn't play more than 10 minutes 5-on-5, Sam Lafferty. Okay. He, Sullivan really, he relied on Sid and Teddy Bluger. (laughs) It did but power. Um, <laughs> yeah, him and Sid. What have you? What have you guys thought of Dominic Cahoon so far? Just that I haven't been impressed. Um, I'm sure that he does like the little things well, but at some point you want your forwards to produce, and I don't necessarily see that from him. I don't know. I feel like based on his line mates, like they didn't really give him a lot of time to like with like elite players. And I mean, some of that's just because like half the team is hurt. But also, I just I just thought that I expected them to give him a little bit more time. It seems like they've been sh- sheltering him a lot. Yeah. Um, 
Which, you know, I mean, I understand that. But also, like, I'm just surprised that... Um, I'm just surprised that they don't really have that much confidence. Because he did... He played really well. And he was really offensive in... Um, in Chicago. Do you think so, that's because of him or because who he was playing with? Well, I think it, it's probably because of who he was playing with. But, I mean, <clears throat> pe- the Penguins have elite players, too. Like, they yeah. could, you know, it's it, it would, like, it, I would like to see him, like, maybe with Sid. And maybe Sullivan now, because of how injured everyone is, like, they are. He's like, I don't want to put, I want Sid to be with, like, dominant players so that that line is, you know, doesn't have, like, someone who could make a mistake or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I just wish that they'd give him a little bit more um, of a leash with off- uh, elite players, but I don't know. I haven't really seen him put in a position to excel and succeed. But I do agree with you, Kelsey, because, like, Sam Lafferty wasn't put in, like, the best position to succeed, and he still, like, you know, produced. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. I guess I kind of wonder, because I'm like, if we have these depth pieces that are scoring, like Sam Lafferty or whatever, like, when Galchenyuk and Bukestad and stuff get back, is Cahoon someone that like we think that they should look at to send down or can they even send him down i'm not sure i could look on cap friendly um unfortunately i think that's probably how it's gonna go (laughs) i think they probably will i've seen people say bukes that too bukes that they'll they'll send him down send him down but like that he might sit a little bit really yeah and I don't know how I feel about that because I feel like he's like an, a really good solid center. Like, yeah. I mean, I like it in my head. I just think that like Bukestad, Malkin, and Galchenyuk automatically to get their spots back. Yeah. What do you think about Russ? So, oh, mm. I think Russ is in the lineup for sure. Russ B. But I think. I think Cahoon is probably one of the first to sit. I think Adam Johnson gets sent back down. Joseph Blandese gets sent back down. I wouldn't be surprised to see Zach Aston Reese sit a couple of, sit a couple games. And I think because I always just feel like he's like the odd man out. He's very good on the on penalty kill, though. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I feel like so what? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Danielle's just like, I'm tired of hearing about Staten Island and taking the... Like, the literally, I cringe every time um, he has to... Like, he scores, because I know that... What am I going to hear? Like, Danielle, did you know that he grew up a Penguins fan? Oh, my God. Do I? <laughs> and that his dad I know his social security family. number. <laughs> <laughs> you know everything about him. His dad took the ferry every day to get him to practice. Oh my god! And he, yeah, and then he had his hockey bag with him on the ferry. Like, can you imagine? Like, plenty of what kind of adversity he had to go through from Stana. <laughs> so wait, okay. So who do we think sits when they come back? So I think, I think, um, I think automatically Blandizi, Adam Johnson, and. Oh, yeah, I think those two get sent down, I think. Um, 
if Zach has to restart Cahoon gets put in the press box. Do I, I think Simone? <laughs> no. I was gonna th- I don't think Simone, but I wouldn't be surprised if Simone does get put in the press box. Uh, I was thinking I was thinking Rust if he doesn't like have as hot of a start right away. You think they would sit Rust? Yeah. He makes three million dollars. So? I don't know. When's the last time they sat like a forward that made that much? I don't know. Con- Connor Sherry, didn't they sit him a few times the last? Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. Kelsey. Yes. <laughs> well, he deserved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but I feel like like Brian Rust is like always someone that they're dangling to get traded anyway. So yeah. Yeah. Like having him sit a couple games if he's not playing that great. But. What about you, Kelsey? Besides Simone. <laughs> Look, I want him to do well. He just doesn't. Do you? He, oh, he, <laughs> scored. he has scored a goal. But when you look at all the goals he could have scored and he didn't. Oh, oh hey, come on. Okay. We can't is, think of could have should have. Could have been 50 goal scorer. He is. Could have yeah. been. And, I mean, and that's respectable. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I respect him. <laughs> Every time he hits the post, I'm just like, oh god. But, you know, Every time he hits he the post, I'm like, oh, here we go. I before I even see Simone hate, I start complaining about Simone hate. I'm like, oh, you're the Simone haters. I love this. Like I just don't think it's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but I have a question for you guys. Why is Erica Branson? getting scratched oh yeah because they can't trade jack johnson and they could probably trade erica branson because he's better do you think like i don't know i think that i just think that sullivan likes johnson like i think he thinks johnson's better than good branson i i like branson yeah i like him more me too And I was, like, listening to Jesse Marshall, and he was talking about how Erica Branson, over the summer, he said he he slimmed down so that he could be faster. And he, like, this summer Mm -hmm. he worked on his speed. He did all this stuff to, like, prepare himself for the Penguin this, for this season. Whereas, like, Jack Johnson was like, oh, I, like, lifted. I made sure I was, like, stronger. And it was like, that's not, like, but you're still slow. You're still, like, you didn't work on, like, your puck handling. You didn't work on, like, you know, getting faster. You didn't th- work on breakout passes. Like, I don't know. Like, it just seemed like that they were just in two opposite mindsets. Like, one is trying to help himself fit the Penguin system better, whereas the other one is just doing the same thing he's done his whole career, and it's not helping the Penguin system. I, I think with Gabranson, like, when you hear him speak about the game, like, one time it was – I think it was preseason. They had him in the press box, so they had him kind of like um, do commentate on the game a little. Yeah, and like he like he understands the game very very well, and he might not be able to like do everything that he's seeing. <laughs> um, and, and I feel like the last time he was in a game, like he made like two like really really bad mistakes that led to goals. And I was just like, Sullivan's never gonna play him again after that. Yeah, I was just like. He has such a short, like, leash compared to Johnson. Yeah. 
That's what makes me think that, like, I truly am starting to understand. Like, at first I kind of was like, oh, well, like, you know, Rutherford is making uh, Sullivan play Jack Johnson. And then I was just like, you know what? Like, no, no, he's not. Like, Mike Sullivan is the type of person that's going to do what he wants to do because he's the boss. And that's mm-hmm. something that um, that uh, Rutherford has always liked about Sullivan. You know, he is he's going to do what he wants and like so now it's like there's no excuse i can't blame anybody else for jack johnson playing except for sullivan and that's the scary part is that like what is it about johnson that he's obsessed with and i'm not saying that like johnson is the reason why both like the penguins law like lost those two games but it's like he doesn't help the defense like when when uh what's the gabranson played the penguins offense like flourished like they scored seven goals but Mm -hmm. when you know john like when johnson played in that abs game they only could they only scored two and i'm not i mean three and i'm not saying that like johnson's this exact reason why because he played against like he played in the columbus game but i just secretly think that the penguins really get up for columbus so they like they like to like expose them they like playing uh columbus just like like the Capitals or Philadelphia or whatever, but I'm just saying like Johnson, he just doesn't help the offense, and I don't think that defense is his strong suit or the Penguins' strong suit. So it's like, why would you put someone on the ice that like suffocates the offense or isn't contributing to the offense? And well, you could say he contributes to the offense, but like for the other team. <laughs> And I'm just, like, nervous because I know when Malkin gets back, like, he's going to be playing with Johnson again. And I just don't want that. Has Schultz been playing mostly with Johnson? I think in the last couple games he's been playing with Pedersen. I can look it up, though. I remember they did Johnson and Goodbranson for, like, a game. I was very nervous. Was that the Columbus game they did that? I don't remember. That's a good question. I don't remember. I, I can look it was, that up, too. Because I remember being pleasantly surprised, and I thought, like, oh, maybe they cancel each other out, like, <laughs> and make <laughs> a good pair. But um, that's yeah. the theory. Yeah, I forget, like, uh, this one Penguins guy that I follow was saying how like, it was so, like, the Penguins' best bet is having their two anchors play together. That way the majority of the time could be with, like, or, or Latang and Dublin and... Patterson and um, Schultz are playing the majority of the minutes and the bad really bad pairs just out like you shelter them really bad like you shelter them a lot <laughs> that's not fair <laughs> line if you're putting them out again with them yeah well I am <sighs> very into John Marino He's very good <gasps> I can't believe we didn't talk about He's... him John Marino very good very angel he has a face of like a little child i don't think i've ever seen what he looks like what he has like jaw and cheekbones for days oh my gosh he's cute he's like he's like oh my gosh he's a baby he used to be an oiler (laughs) yeah (laughs) how did we get him oh look i think they traded for him or they signed him or something 
He kind of looks like a strom, but like a cute strom. Oh, come on. Don't That's be rude. a cute one. You're always rude. <laughs> the strom's not cute. They're sweet. That's what makes them cute. Wow, the penguins got him for nothing. Why did they trade him? You know what? Look. Don't put a question mark where God put a period. <laughs> God put Ken Holland. <laughs> okay. So, coming up in the next week, the Penguins play the Dallas Stars and the Vegas Golden Knights. So, how do we think the pen- the new and improved Penguins, the 5-2 and two Penguins, are going to do against um, Dallas? I feel like they should win, but they'll probably lose. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's how I feel. I mean, I don't know about Vegas. Do you... Oh, I think they're going to lose to Vegas. I hope not. I'm I'm going to that game yeah. for my friend's birthday, and I really want them to win. Oh, yeah. Happy oh. birthday to your friend. Thank you. I'll pass that along. And so she's, she's also like, like I want Flower to be humiliated. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I really want Sydney to score on him, and I really want Latang to score on him, and I want Jake to score on yeah. him just because Jake hasn't scored against Vegas. But like, yeah. I want the betrayal of Sid and Tang are doing it. Yeah, oh, it feels... I agree with that. Yeah, I do agree. Oh, the the Golden Knights are four and three, so they might. But it's the second half of a back to back. For so yeah, Vegas. Penguins. No, for the Penguins. So do you think Jari... they play Dallas on Friday and then? Vegas on. I think Jari against Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what Solomon's oh. going to do. And then Murray against The Hilarity. narrative. Yeah. Okay. Narrative. We all know that I adore Matt Murray. But do you? I do. I love Matt Murray. But that glove hand, bro. Can we please, <laughs> please work on it? I, I, like- I mean, yeah. It literally hurts me when a goal goes in and it's his glove. And I'm just like, uh. I, like, walk away. Because I don't want to see, I don't want to be a part of, I don't want to see any of the hate. Yeah. Because I know it's coming. I feel like I'm like Sandra Bullock in Bird Box where, like, I'm just not looking. (laughs) (laughs) But, oh, that goal last night, um, McKinnon's, if he would have just put his glove up, buddy. But I like would he have stopped it or I mean I hope so. But <laughs> I mean obviously there are a lot of other circumstances. Anything else concerning the penguins? I'm just so surprised they're doing this well. Yeah. And I'm so nervous that once they get the healthy players back, they won't be this good. Mm-hmm. Um or they won't be winning. Um, and I also was just kind of surprised how, like, nobody's talking about how good the Penguins are doing with how many injuries they have. I've seen, I've seen a, a couple people talk about it, like, on YouTube. On YouTube? Yeah, I follow this one oh. guy on YouTube, and he's just like, yeah, no, the Penguins are doing great. <laughs> and he was just like, don't count out the Penguins, even though we hate to see it. And I was just like, some of us hate to see it. Some of us love to see it. Okay. Yeah. Are you the one that hates to see it? Or... Um, I just am like, I don't know, maybe because I've just been listening to a lot of different 
people, but, like, they're just always like, oh, well, you know, the Penguins are, like, so injured, so that would be, like, an easy win. And I'm just like, well, they're 5-2. and two. <laughs> And the team that you think is really good is not 5-2. and two. Yeah. So, you know, but whatever. Hopefully it stays like this. I hope so. I'm excited. I, I am so happy for them. Yeah, I am. And I think their, like, win song is Beyonce. <laughs> Sweet Dreams and Beautiful Nightmares. I really do think it is. <laughs> When they gave the hat to Tanev, I could hear her singing in the background, and I was like, is that Beyonce? <gasps> I, <laughs> I was like, I was like that gives Beyonce? Demo. That's Dumo. Yeah. Well, he's an angel. Yeah. Can we just talk about, um, I think it, it was a few Helmet videos ago when Sydney got it, and you just heard Dumo in the background being like, I feel so safe right now. I'm like, that's how you feel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. Like, Duo makes us feel safe and then Sid <laughs> makes him feel safe. Oh. I love oh. my family, the Pittsburgh Pipers. <laughs> yeah, they're so sweet. I just They're like, just, like, so wholesome. Like, they are. Like, when they give that little hat around, like, it's too much. Yeah. Oh, and then, um, Jake, after helping out with Brian Rust's, um, Seats for Strength last year. He made his own charitable initiative. And then That's um, right. Who is it? Brandon Tanov is joining with um, Rust for the Seats for Strength this oh, year. I didn't, wait, I didn't even know that Rust had a Seats for Strength. Yeah. I think he... <laughs> what is it? What are the seats for? Um, strength. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, who do they go? Like, who does he give them to? Um, I know it was like a mental health organization. Okay. But I don't remember the exact name. Kudos <laughs> to Rust and Tanov if he's the one helping out, and Jake Gensel. That's awesome. Yeah, that's weird. And speaking of Rust, he has another puppy. <gasps> he got a, he uh, another puppy. Isn't it? It's Oliver. He's, he's a sweetie. Yeah, he's cute. So we love that. We love if Rust came back even more. But yeah. Yeah, I miss. I miss him. Me too. Just like sometimes I can see his face. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I can still hear his voice. His his little stutter. Oh, oh my! His little stutter. Sometimes I can still like hear myself cursing after he like gets on, goes on a breakaway and then <laughs> you know <laughs> like oh Russ, damn it! So many. But players. then I'm like, at least it ate up some time on the PK. So many yeah. players with no hands. Like, yeah. no hands. Oh, R.I.P. Carl Hagler. <laughs> oh, he's not dead, but he's just a cat. Might as well be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They have been, Missing. the cops have been inconsistent. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about, uh, we didn't talk about Braden Holpe. Yeah, Braden so Holpe do? he let in three goals on three shots. I Love gotta look at our me. Twitter account to see if people had any questions. Oh, yes. We... I only say that because I think last time people actually did, and <laughs> we didn't answer Yeah, that. they were like, we never heard back. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, okay, so someone talked about the stars. Hey, Meg, talked about the stars. We talked about them. Okay. And then Emily said the difference between Penn's Game 1 and Penn's Game 2. Well, we talked about that. They... They played really, really well. They decided right? they wanted to win. Yeah. Like, Gino put a fire under their ass. And then mm, yes, he did. They're just like, oh, okay, we'll play now. <laughs> okay. Oh, and then here's a good question. Um, this is from Two Brits, One Puck Podcast. Hey, guys. They asked, 
Why did uh, why did more people believe in the hurricanes after last season? Hmm. I don't. I don't know if I think that people didn't believe in them. I think everyone was just like, no, they're good. I think people questioned their goaltending. Fair. But uh, with, but I think with that defense and how like the transition or the moves they made this off season with their defense, it just made it even more even better. So I think people don't count for how good their defense is. And the fact that like, you know, these goaltenders may be average or a little bit below average, but in front with that defense in front of them, like it helps out their save percentage and it helps them make like average goaltending um, so that the, the Canes can win. That's fair. But I also think that like people don't really believe you can do it until you do it. So like, even though the, the, the kids did that, like, they need to do it again for people to really believe in them. Yeah. I can see I that. Also, I also sort of feel like the Canes, for so long, like, have sort of cultivated yeah. an image as being, like, the perennial underdog or, like, the little engine that could. So, like, <laughs> people look at them as, like, oh, like, they're so cute, like, look at them go, but, like, you don't really take them seriously. Um Though I think people should, like, they've proven that they're a good team, so, um, but yeah, I just, I, I think that their image kind of makes it difficult. Yeah, I agree with that. And they're, like, owner, or whatever, who's always, like, making, like, outlandish comments, and people, and he's very, very different than other owners outside of Eugene Melnick, so maybe they're (laughs) just, like... Maybe they're just like, oh, a guy who talks like this or talks this much, like he won't be able to cultivate like a strong team because winners have like quiet owners. And the only owner that speaks so much is Eugene Melnick and look at the senators. But yeah, kind of pays to not be that good for a long time because then you have your draft picks and then you can develop them. That's very true. Okay, everyone, so that concludes this episode of Where's My Stick? If you have any questions or inquiries or you want us to be on a podcast provider that we're not already on, feel free to let us know on Twitter at where's underscore my underscore stick. Um, And that's it for us. Bye. Bye. Bye.